and you know the notion of the attention stack is similar to there was a term called transmedia which if you ever follow the tv show uh, i think it was lost lost had a very aggressive approach to bringing people into the rabbit hole they had blogs they had uh facebook groups they had books they had uh obviously you had the show they had about 20 media extensions because their philosophy was we don't care how you get into the series just come in through what makes sense for you based on how you consume this type of storyline they didn't say here's your show and here's this take it or leave it they created entry points into the narrative which made it so addictive there are people who didn't even watch the show they just watched it on social media and because they didn't have time to watch the show or people who watched the show and then wanted to chat it up or people who wanted to read the the books i mean you know when you think about that that was very much around the orientation of different people's attention preferences to a subject matter or a narrative and orienting the business around it it's part of the reason it was so successful and was one of the early phenoms that everybody sort of talked about um, in, a, in, a, in a mass market appeal. The one thing is, if I look at the black consumer in particular, we're heavy about talking about content matter. You know, shows like Empire, uh, Power with the Moet Kamari Hardwick. I mean, we're chatting it up we, whenever we talk to people. Like, oh my God, but we did that with, with the Cosby's back in the day. Like, did you see the Cosby show last night? Lost brought it to a mainstream sort of formula. And but what I find is their master was the consumer is always going to win, and that's what I tell people. And they were also about consumer intimacy. And what I find is the average business today is not about the consumer is going to win. It's about our editorial is going to win, so we have a stature and a presence. And it's like, yeah, a consumer can fire you by just choosing the next brand, the next platform, and then you're done. It's over. And that's not the philosophy. So when you think about the attention stack, it's really following the consumer narrative and how they are not only discovering, ingesting, formulating perceptions, mind share, and then hence going to make the decisions about brands and then pull that forward, as well as merchandise the narrative to the next person who then starts to lean into it, adopt it, et cetera, et cetera. Like, that is a very important thing to unpack so that you build a business on top of that, not building a business on top of editors and chiefs. And that's the problem with the content and publishing business. They're servicing the master of the editor in chief and that's servicing the ultimate master of a consumer could just get tired of your shit. And look, Complex Magazine was probably one of the best. They started as a magazine. You know, Mark Echo had the book, he had shoes, and then next thing you know, they're a full-fledged video content platform and the magazine is gone. And they were one of the only few brands that successfully went from a print business to a, at some point, 60% digital business showing profit to a 100% digital business and then Verizon Media buys them. I mean, that's the storyline Everybody else just sucks at it. They saw it very early, and part of it was they had their pulse on culture, and the culture said, we are abandoning X. So they started to pivot away from X to now other things. You know, they got Complex Con, they got Experiential, they got all these things, and look, they could just produce a magazine for kicks and giggles now, like, eh, let's just do it, and let's do one-offs, let's do a sneaker book, or this book, because now we're fiscally in a, in a position to actually do that. Most people just don't, they, they can't process what I just stated, and that's why there's so much failure, and they still need private equity firms to keep them in business.